0: welcome back to episode 40 mums to marathon that is the wonderful alan and philly are back for round two on the nourish your potential podcast with all of us in studio this episode was a hook to make covering a wide range of topics including the results of the product review the launch of ep coaching women's health including surgeries health education in schools training your gut and much more We had awesome feedback from the first episode together, so we hope you enjoy this one just as much. Welcome to the Nourish Your Potential podcast. My name is Kushla Holdaway, and I'm a registered and accredited sports dietitian based in beautiful New Zealand. I am so glad you have joined me on this podcast. Where we will discuss science, sports nutrition, running and physiology alongside interviews with athletes, experts and other health professionals. Whether you're listening to this podcast during your commute, your training session or whilst cooking up a storm in the kitchen, you can be reassured information is discussed in a thought-provoking, evidence-based and easy to understand manner so that you have more tools in your nutrition toolbox to be your best self.
1: Underway for 2.0 <laughs> with Mums to Marathon.
2: Yeah. Yes, How are we're, we're back.
3: back. We're back. We're
1: good. We're great. We're good,
3: beautiful
2: day. Yeah, yeah, very spring-like
1: out there. Yeah, it it's is. giving
3: me the vibes
1: of yes. like summer's
3: coming. Exciting running
2: temperatures. Mm.
1: Yeah. Days are getting longer, I reckon, yes. just slightly.
3: have noticed that actually at night. I'm like, oh, it's, it's lighter for that tad longer. Yes. That excites me. Yeah. I'm not a very good winter person. Seasonal <laughs> depression. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: In the last week, let's share a high and a low each. Yeah, okay.
3: Um, I'll go first. I'm going to share my low first. Um, my low was actually, I had some updated blood test results, which you um, reminded me to do, mm. which I'm actually really grateful that Kushler did because whilst I did get a text from the doctor to do it, I probably would have left it because mm. it's just not a Priority, and I'm you know, I'm super busy, uh, but anyway, I did, and my iron is really low again, so I've had a like a real peaks and troughs with iron over the years with, with hormones and periods and all that stuff. But it was back, it was down to 14, one, one, four, <laughs> uh, and I think. Uh, a good iron level that you would like to see because is around sort of 70 ideally in a female who's training so we're way off Um, so that was a bit guttering because I actually feel like I I feel like I feel the best I have in a couple of years so it was quite a surprise to get that result but anyway are we called to action as we've got the GP on Friday so I'm going to be sort of waltzing in there and asking for the iron transfusion that apparently you can have if you're under 20 but that was a bit of a low because I was really gutted about that Um, Because you felt okay. I felt really. I feel really good, especially post hysterectomy. I feel like I've got more energy.
1: Imagine so, how you'll feel when your ferritin's good.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you no, know, absolutely. Do you know why she <laughs> feels okay? <in> her <laughs> iron is low. Can you explain that?
3: Yeah. yeah well, wow. you said it was good because I was worried that I had anemia, and my husband actually brought that up as well. But then it was good that you just explained that all my other bloods were really good, like the hemoglobin, and that means oxygen circulating. The red blood cells are high, so that is that is one good thing. And I do, do qualify for the free, so I don't have to pay for an iron transfusion. So there is some positives, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit of a, bit of a worry because mm. I am on the go a lot, as we all are. And fourteen's quite low to mm. be um, continuing that pace of life as well. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, high um, highs would be, I think, just. I'm just really proud of myself for fitting in all the training because it is quite busy and this year is very logistically different to last year. I don't have the time that I used to have, um, so I'm really having to find pockets of time, but so far, so good. I feel like I'm, I'm nailing that a little bit and having our back, like, properly running. I'm on the, I'm the comeback. <laughs> the comeback. Oh, it's so nice because that's, it's really you know, good. a big part of what we do and why we do it and I've yeah. really missed her out there, so it's so nice to have her back. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, that's mine. That's mine. Well, I'll start with my, oh, I'll start
2: with, we'll go low to high, that's always okay. a good way to go, isn't it? Low, I, I mean, nothing too low, but just, I think last week I started feeling, Cushley uses a good analogy in our in our coaching session, um, the eggs in the basket, right. and um, I've stolen that by the way, so <laughs> I use that too now. So, 30 eggs, was it Thursday? Yeah, yeah Thursday, yeah. and you have work, um, you have family and you have training and it's how many eggs you can divide into each basket how you've it's a little bit on perception as well isn't it so it might be i feel fairly even this week i've got 10 eggs in work 10 in Um, Family and 10 in training. Whereas last week, I feel like the eggs were starting to get juggled and smashed on the floor a little bit. So (laughs) I've just reined it in a bit this week, but that's okay. I'm aware of it. Mm -hmm. So um, there's been a lot going on with starting my new coaching business, and I'm on uh, my daughter's school board at um, Board of Trustees at school. And then we've got a few other things going on. So, but that's okay. I'm going to reign that in this week. But my high. Not high, like what you said, Philly. Yeah. is I feel like I'm on the comeback from a long term. Well, it feels like long term for me. It's not for some people. It's been about four or five yeah. months of an Achilles a injury, um, and it's been very gradual and very slow. And I've had to listen to the people that I've been working with the physios, the coaches, um, and, and that sort of thing. But I feel like I'm finally getting some traction this week. It's been awesome to go. We went for a run through Bottle Lake last yeah. week, and just that getting back into those things is just yeah that's my high that's my high
1: makes you appreciate the simplicity of just being able to run again and
2: yeah totally puts everything into perspective doesn't it's nothing
3: like not being able to do something and I think we'll touch on this with the hysterectomy recovery Mm -hmm. to really re-engage your energy and just
1: motivate you again it's so good Mm. it's actually a good lesson it is a good lesson I think sometimes although not so much with an injury but it's good to have a bit of a break yeah, from mm-hmm. running. Mm-hmm. It, although we may not enjoy it at the time, I mm. think we come back fresher and more motivated again. And, yeah.
2: Absolutely, mm. I feel like maybe last year with the Queenstown build-up might have dragged on too long, almost because I think we did Hawkes Bay. Oh no, we did some a couple of races before, and and we had a very long lead-up. Whereas I feel this time I've had that force break, and I'm feeling fresh to really. Get in there, yeah. Mm. 12
1: weeks from the end of August. So I know, yes, 12 weeks to Queenstown Marathon. That's, that's really? actually, yeah, that's quite We're gonna push quite on the start line this yeah, year. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe. Um. will that maybe round. <laughs> so I think my, although this isn't very major, but the low would be we're on a boil water notice all week until yesterday. Oh. So Meston has like its annual flooding event. Oh yes, great. Right. Um, yeah. That was last Sunday, Monday, so all the roads get shut off and you can't go anywhere and then if you get over like 100 mils, basically the water system can't handle it, oh. they're trying to fix it. Um, so then there's this oh. is tanker in town and you have to literally get all your bottled water from there. And Goodness, it's just like back to the earthquake. Oh. I know, I know. Oh, um, so it's a bit of a pain, but an annual event that the community, you know, goes down to the we watering hole. <laughs> 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 Oh, go wash your clothes in the oh, river. Yeah. And I said to Harry, I was like, oh, if you accidentally drank some, like, I wonder if he'd actually get sick. And yes. one of his friends has just been drinking it without thinking, oh, and now he's really no. sick. Okay. So, well, it's the thing Yeah, listen to what the council says there. Oh, okay. um, and the high would be, we finally had a massive dump of snow and the moon ski was on Sunday night and it was absolutely amazing, just Literally, like last yeah. year. Oh. Um, I actually found it harder, I think, this year to see because it's dark, you have the moonlight, but it is, yeah. it's a bit weird because you're moving but you can't see very well. It's like, so is there no lights on the ski fields? There's a few groomers lit up, but like otherwise you're pretty much skiing under the moonlight so it's quite dark. Oh, well, what happens if you heard a rock or something? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, you're only, they only allow you to be on the main on runs. On the main trails. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, but no, it was awesome. If you haven't done it, definitely worth. Just even being up there in the right time. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay. Have I you could sit up there. With
3: I'm. Yeah, I'm not really. a... I don't like the cold. No, if it you're doesn't not a work. Cold.
2: I mean, I, I don't, don't like the. i not scared. Cold, cold. But you can do I know,
3: off. but like Chris is a really good snowboarder. Really good snowboarder. And we used to go up pre kids, and oh. I would have a week. Ago. I spent most of day on my ass. But <laughs> this would be once a year, so you have to relearn it every time. Like, yes, you have to be consistent. I didn't love it. No, yeah. I'm happy to sit in the cafe. It was yeah. I was <laughs> gonna say, but you're the one
2: that sits in the queue. You're like my dad. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy <laughs> a there. Of yeah, I'm yeah. good. I'm good yeah. watching.
3: Yeah, yeah. Spectators. spectator.
2: Spectator. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. No, that's a fine line. To kick off, what about a product review? Oh, oh yes, Ellen, this now, is now this
2: episode's product review, um, not so much product, but <laughs> um, okay, so there's been a bit of a long-standing argument. There was a moment maybe 12 months ago, 18 months ago, that I was out for a run with Philly. I think we were in torrential rain and there was a bloody it was storm the snow. No, it was the snow. Was Last snowing.
3: September. Right, not snowing. even a year. Running yeah. along,
2: the things you learn about people when you're running. And we're running and I said... Oh, my knickers are up my bottom. And Philly um, said, I don't have that problem. Um, I wear a G-string. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, I wear a G-string 24-7. I was like, what do you mean? 24-7, how uncomfortable. <laughs> no. And, no. Anyway, now I've found, and I'm like, well, that's up your BUM. So, you know, anyway. Um, anyway, it got talking. We put a poll out to the Mums to Marathon community. Who wears a G-string when they run? Who wears brief? And then it led into someone coming back to us saying they go commando and we were like oh this is new and so anyway philly's tried the commando now the experiment is full brief g-string commando whilst running so you're allowed to wear your running tights or your running shorts we're yeah. not talking about streaking <laughs> um, but i did a wee bit of a review and asked the other um the community to send me their feedback so i might start with the mums to marathon community feedback oh my god of course i know i've got about oh two pages here oh my god. of uh, feedback but i'll just read out some snippets so we had everyone try different things and send us their feedback i won't read names suspect one (laughs) so here's my feedback briefs too much moist fabric fabric for my liking also makes it feel like they are falling down all the time and i am constantly pulling up my leggings g-string by far my favorite the buttocks are free and easy but your lady bits are contained also have the ability to use a panty liner for oh, the occasional okay. pelvic floor failure. I agree on this because that was why I used to be a full-time brief wearer. Because well, that I had the pelvic common. floor issues, needed the panty liner. So I appreciate that and um, understand that you know these options aren't for everyone, depending on your situation. Commando. I think you need a Brazilian to really appreciate this one, but far too much riding and overstimulation for me. Maybe I have the wrong, wrong shape for this, but whilst I enjoyed the, the freedom on the behind, the sensory overload in the front was just a bit much for this old lady. Thank you, suspect one. Suspect two. Love you too. With shorts I go commando as they are built into the shorts. With tights, I wear Lululemon mid-rise thongs. I hate VPL. We've had it. VPL is yeah, that, visible panty line, which is oh, why you're a G-string wearer. it? I can't stand seeing yeah.
3: that. I just can't stand it. So, sure. What's your thoughts on the oh, VPL? Yeah, totally. I hate like it. I don't
1: like it. I can't Especially stand when you're wearing like, nice work pants. Yeah. 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 It's just, I just don't know. I just,
3: yeah, it, ruins it. It's yeah. just. Mm. It's not. No.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. Now, this was a, a
2: uh, suspect three. She said, based off mums to marathon feedback... I'm a recent convert to commando. Never thought I could be convinced, but here I am. See, isn't well, it you funny? You just
3: don't know what people Yeah, you there
2: think you go. Aren't listening, but they, they listen. listen. They listen. Right, next one. underwear preference for running. Full brief. Best for shorter distances, up to a half. We've got we've got um criteria on this yeah. one. Yeah. Commando, best for longer distances, especially in the heat. Yeah. G-string, not for me. They rub on my C-section scar and this backside is not made for a G. Hope that helps. Thank you. Suspect four, my submission is in. Full briefs, Nana undies, no. G-string comes in second. Commando, yes, no chafing for me. No lines, feels so good. Ah, Right, this is my favourite one and then I'll go on to mine. Suspect five, I think we're up to. The full brief, no one likes VPL, so it's a strong no from me for any leggings exceptions the shorts with the built in full brief Mm. and during a workout a polite and kind three out of ten because a one out of ten feels harsh (laughs) the g binger not a bad option if you feel like an undie is needed to be worn or if you may be wanting a quick dash and change post run try them on before you head off in the hills as chafing can be a doozy if you don't choose wisely so make sure you choose the right g i think she's saying seven out of ten the R Naturel, now I have become a fan of this one after being in the G-Banger stage for the length of my running career, and it shuddered, I shuddered at the idea, but hear me out. It breathes, it flows, it's freeing, and it's one less thing to pack in your kit bag. This may be limited to those confident in their bowels and pelvic floor, so I appreciate the privilege that comes with those in this zone. If you're afraid, give it a whirl with a girlfriend on your next trot together and know that you are both embracing the free... 9 yeah, out of 10, because someone has to win. Yeah, love it. <laughs> I
3: totally agree with all those points. What do you think yeah. about
2: the, the listener feedback, the,
3: the follower feedback? I think, it's fu- I think it's great people have tried it. Mm. And even mm. if they try it and don't like it, that's fine. At least I've given something different a whirl. Because I was the same when I heard it. I was like, oh, I don't know. But then when I tried it, I was like, oh my God, I wouldn't go back. Yeah. Mm. And it is mm. quite freeing. You do need to remember your Vaseline.
2: You do. That's where yeah. I'm going to go just briefly into my run. feedback and then you guys can tell me your uh, yeah. feedback. So full brief, which I've always been a full briefer. I know you hate VPL, but oh. I was one of the pelvic floor people, so I needed something mm-hmm. substantial. Um, however, I like the ones, and someone else mentioned this, where it's sort of the, um, it's got the little rubber bits. Oh, like a gel kind of. Yeah. Little yeah. rubber bits on the side of the brief, so it holds them in place. Um, comfortable. Comfortable. Um, and you can put a liner in them if you need it. Um, you Yeah, know, still having maternity knickers, do you? Did you have maternity knickers? No, I threw them all out. Oh, okay. Just I Just a number
1: three out of the <laughs> house. Yours <laughs> as a keepsake. I would not. <laughs> We're oh my god!
2: They <laughs> are so come Throw them out, Alan. No, no, no I-, I need them for those days where I'm just
3: like, I just just feel like I need my a pair of maternity knickers on. You know, anymore so why do you need those oh that is comfortable just for an extra bit of safety not 90 you can wear them when you
2: <laughs> god who else has got the maternity knickers still but yeah there's a big population out there yeah well so they, they need to be
3: burnt because there's a time and a place for yeah, those it's right. not after <laughs> yeah righto
2: um so for my full brief i give it four out of five stars the limitations are the vpl and can chafe if you have the wrong pair G-string, I tried this after you got me into it. I think size and comfort matters of the G-string. I've had a few um, teeth-flossing incidents, um, which can be uncomfortable. That's why I think it's just better to go free. Mm. So that's a three out of five for me. And then the commando I did it, it felt free, comfortable, um, but it also depends where your seam line is on your shorts. Mm -hmm. So if you've got tight leggings or tight bike pants, the seam line can interfere. Yeah. Mm, I'll leave that to you. Um, but also can be limiting with pelvic floor issues. So that's a four out of five for mm. me. Saves washing. Yeah. yeah. Saves saves another piece of it's item for washing. One less thing to get out. Yes. the night. Right. right. So Take it away, see. girls. Who's going next? Okay. I'll oh, open up my feedback. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's oh, taken notes. Full
1: full note section. It
2: was our homework, wasn't it? That so was I've
1: your homework. Taking it seriously. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Where are we? Knicker notes. Knicker <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> in third place. Now hang on. on, before you did the experiment,
2: you ordered I a three pack from Lululemon, didn't you? I did. You did. Okay, no, so I what encourage. did you
3: run in prior to this
1: experiment? I'm a full brief girl. Okay. okay. Yeah. You
2: and you're an yeah. endurance yeah. athlete. you're very so, like, surprised oh, about this. Okay. 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 okay.
1: So, third place. Commando. Oh. oh. Sorry, <laughs> Philly. <gasps> Why? For running. No. I'm a practical girl <laughs> and I just feel like it's not a practical for so many reasons. And also it depends on the time of the month and it's very drafty and me at this time of year. <laughs> so I gave it a two out of 10. So oh. could you try it in summer two? That's a bit i yeah. harsh is Yeah. Wow. It's savage, isn't it? Second place, we have the G. I previously tried with non-running appropriate ones and it wasn't obviously as good. Mm. Um, and then I invested in the Lulu's, as you okay. recommended. And I was like, when I got them out of the pack, I was like, wow, that's such a lovely fabric. Yes. So I had high hopes. Mm-hmm. I do however find an everyday wear they are quite flimsy.
2: Yeah, Like you pull Move them around. up and they get in a
1: knot and I'm like, oh, mm. goodness mm. sakes. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then running, okay, but okay. So I gave them a five out of 10 for running, and then a seven and a half out of ten for work pants, yeah, like avoiding the VPL, yes, because they're yeah.
2: quite soft. Oh, yeah. And of
1: course, in first place, we have oh. the full brief. It's my old faithful, reliable, <laughs> you know. comfy, practical, and you have to have your lucky comfy favourites yeah. for training and race day. There's no point if they're falling down and uncomfortable. Ten out of ten. Oh. Jeez wow! Wait.
3: <laughs> wow! Wow! Wait. Oh, wait. With with yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: And there is for uh,
2: with the full brief, do you have? Is it like a specific fabric? Has it got the wee rubber things on, or are no. they just a stock standard? Just a stock standard. But you obviously wear ones
1: that don't have VPR, or is this for running? Well, just see, when them? I run, I always pretty much wear shorts, and they're not tight shorts. Oh, right. Oh, so you can't Even in winter time, time, like it was snowing, i will be wearing shorts. Okay. So I very seldom wear tights. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't really have to worry about. That. That okay. okay. Yeah.
3: All that right. Explains that. It's your own. I right don't. <hopefully. laughs> well, I know what yours is going to be. Yeah. Anyway. I'm, um, yeah, since that lovely feedback came in, um, <laughs> I've been Commando ever since. Oh! I love it. Oh, there's nothing. Comparison. I don't have to worry about um, the monthly anymore, so that's good. Um, and I also have been one of the lucky ones that don't have any the pelvic, floor pelvic floor issues. Issues, yeah. I've got lots of other issues, but that's not like <laughs> <laughs> you got your basket. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't really have an issue with it and I prefer it. I just think it's easier now. Okay. Right. Sorry about the chat. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah, thanks, thanks, that's thanks for that. All right. Wow. Ten oh, hours.
2: hang on. No, actually,
3: I'll oh, just read oh, out the oh, percentages
2: that, that
1: came from oh, yes. the poll last night. So the final result. Right, the uh, yes.
2: from the audience uh Full brief. This has changed from when we did the poll last year. So I think a few people have tried different things. And that's they so have merged great. into different categories. Great. Full uh, briefs, 47 people at 39%. G-string, Ooh, 49%. That's up. Uh, 41% at 49 people. Commando, 22. That's up. That's up. 22 at 18%. And other was 2%. What's the I other? Don't know. What other? I, only, there's two people who voted other. One submitted and said their other was briefs but they had to be the ones with the little
3: rubber bits oh, so it's, okay. specific. So it's okay. quite
2: specific but I, the other one, I'm still awaiting what that other is. No, they were nappy. No, they just <laughs> didn't want to. Yep. There we go, so it's it's changed, there's been more moved into the G in the commando. Yeah, mm. there has, Because yeah. it was full brief all the way. Well, that's good, there's we'll movement. Yeah, move it. so there's Christ. movement. People open to try, that's good. Yep. Okay.
3: Hmm. Interesting. All oh the wow. Go. There we
2: go. Case closed. Case closed. Moved
1: on. What's next? What's
2: product oh, review. Yes, it? we mm-hmm. need to have another product review, don't we? Maybe oh. socks. I reckon. Yeah, socks. yeah.
1: Or like sports bras or crop top. Yeah, sports yes. bras could be a
3: goodie actually.
1: So there's, many variables. with a real no yeah, one like that. So there's a lot of research in that
2: one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the big saggy boobs, so I can, go, I, can <laughs> I can I can take that category. Fucking hell. Okay. Good. Okay. Right. But yeah, socks because I when I was in um Fiji recently I had an issue with slouching socks. So yeah, I've never that had that before. What do you mean? Like, I had the ankle socks, the mm. little, little ones, running socks, always love them, like the Thorlows or those types of ones. But they, they slouched into my shoe and then it was sitting under my heel. And oh, yeah. oh, oh, it's because cool. you were, like
1: swishing
3: more
2: over yeah. the Yeah, have been oh. the humidity. Yeah, weather yeah. Yeah.
1: conditions. Because Thorlows are usually pretty good. A lot
2: of people are going for the little crew socks. What socks do you wear at the moment? Depends on
1: you? the run. Hmm. Mm. It depends what's available from the washing. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> depends on the run, like is there a well, sock that suits a run? My, Well my trail socks would probably be different from just like uh, a yeah. road run. Trail, trail
2: people are into trail socks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Socks is quite a big, big game thing in the old cycling world too, I've heard. Yeah.
3: This is like an image thing though, I feel like the a socks image, is yeah. coming becoming an like image statement. thing. Well, well I, I did pick. buy the
2: whole lot of yellow ones the other yeah,
3: day. Yeah, I so. feel like it's it's mm. another accessory, isn't it? So that can be the next experiment perhaps. Mm. Yeah. Okay socks or sports bras yeah maybe start with socks Mm. sports bras gets very yeah hectic yeah okay oh well i'm glad we covered that off
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) so alan you released your coaching business since you were last on the podcast yes so why don't you fill us in on launching it and how the first few months has gone
2: Cool. So it's been a bit of a work in progress, um, probably the last, oh I don't even know, 12, 6 to 12 months. It's all sort of evolved and it actually really started from mums marathon um, with Philly encouraging me on my running journey um, and getting involved with a really awesome community and just like creating a community without an intention of creating it. Yep. Um, I've always loved like sports coaching and I've done that throughout my teaching career and um, and I thought stuff it I'm just going to take the leap and I started EP coaching so at the moment it's uh, more endurance focused running coaching you don't have to be training for an event as per se you might just want to get more comfortable and confident with running you might have used to have run prior to having children or if you haven't got children you may have had an injury or something in the past which sort of stopped you in your tracks and you'd love to get back into it but you just want to get back into it with control and someone checking in with you so I do coaching consults, fortnightly options, monthly options, I do all the training planning on an app which is really cool so people can see their workouts turn green, tick them off but the whole whole point of it really is to help empower and educate women on their running journey so that they can evolve in their running journeys and that's where it all branch from. So there's been a lot of hard work um, behind the scenes, creating websites and branding. Um, I'm a big one for making sure the foundation of the pyramid is, is solid. So I like to do things all properly from the start. Um, so there was a lot of um, hard work in that really. Yeah, that's where it's at. And I've got um, quite a, yeah, about 10 ladies on board. We've got some doing the fortnightly coaching, some doing the monthly, and some there's a basic training plan option. But with those, everyone gets a personalised consult to start, because the point of difference here that I was uh, looking at in the market was that there wasn't a lot of that personal touch. You can go and buy a training plan, plan offline, and if that's what you want at that point, we get a free one offline. Yeah, yeah, a Free one offline. If that's what you need and what suits you, then that's fine. But this is more the personal touch, the support, the educating. And really getting involved and getting um, evolving on on your running journey.
3: Yeah, and I think it helps with the accountability as well, right? Like you can get one offline, but there's no one keeping you accountable. Mm. Whereas even if you're checking in monthly, that would be enough to be like, it's the same as because like, oh shit, she's going to be looking <sighs> at right. training peaks and they need to get that grade. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I
2: find it sort of like <laughs> analogy kind of goes in with the dieting thing. Like you can you can go on a diet and you can fall off the wagon, and you could go to the gym and without some support or someone to go with or a reason or your why of why you're going you're not going to sustain that habit or keep that habit up and and that's why this EP Coaching Evolved because I want to help people find the joy in it as well as if they want to train for an event that's great we can set some goals around that too Um, but we want it to be enjoyable and we want to enjoy the process and I've been in a position before where I haven't enjoyed the process and my sole motivator might have been to enter an event because I was like oh I could enter a half marathon because that might help me lose 10 kgs Mm, so that might be my sole motivator whereas I want to help um, other ladies who may be in that position or may still have some of that in their mind um, to be able to embrace and enjoy the journey, really. Mm. And I
3: guess uh, creating a lifestyle, sustainable part of their lifestyle. That's right, this, we're that? not
2: full time athletes. We can't dedicate 10 hours a day to our training schedule Shouldn't and go good. and have a nap three times a day. <laughs> unfortunately. How good <laughs> <laughs> so, this is all about fitting it into your life and how mm. to do that as. You know, keeping the eggs in the in the different baskets as, as much as possible. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Cool. i so proud of you, mate. You're doing really
1: well.
3: Yeah. And ten, you know, ten clients in a short space of time, like, that's awesome. And you know, that's a, it's a lot of work as well. Um, as you both will know, with setting up programs and, you know, making sure everyone's got specific needs. So okay. Yeah, and you know, I wanna keep that base, like I'm
2: sure Kushley, you would know and Philly as well. You when you when you start taking people on board, you want to make sure that they get your time and mm. energy, and you're not um, skimming yourself too yeah. too thin across people. So yeah. I'm I'm managing that workload I have. You know, I'll figure it out along the way, but I'll have um, specific caps on on the different categories of of people that I take to try and balance that and and stay a mum, an active present mum, yeah. as well as a wife and a friend and those sorts of things.
1: Mm. Yeah. Do you feel like the number you have at the moment is a nice amount, or would you still continue to? Grow I think it it's a time?
2: nice amount for now. While mm-hmm. I'm while I'm in the beginning phases, it's really enabled me to be able to go and meet people face to face and I love that part of it. As well as we can do the Zoom calls and all that and and I know you do this Kushla as well and Philly with your Zoom calls and sometimes you'll mix up the face to face. Mm. It's still nice to have an element of that face to face. Definitely. Um, So at the moment it's, yeah, I probably could do maybe one or two more, but I I have um, some limits on things. So for example, if you're wanting to enter an event, I wouldn't take you on a month before you're gonna enter Mm. the event. Because that's not enough time. Um, You need to give your body the time and allow for recovery weeks. And as you know, girls, that um, it's a process. Um, So yes, there is sort of like a three-month minimum. It doesn't mean you have to sign up for three months, but it just means I would prefer that you started with that. Mm. The longer the better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What do you guys think on that?
3: Oh, do you think think
2: you can can... Trying for a marathon in a month? No. <laughs> if no. you're already at that fitness, maybe that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it First right. of a marathon. Uh, no. Mm. Yeah.
1: Or yeah. else you could finish but probably not very well and you could yeah. end up injured and yeah. Mm. cooked. Yeah.
3: And I think I think you're right with what you're doing. You've set really clear boundaries for yourself and for your clients and that, you know, there is a point of difference and you uh, you know, you look you're in a niche. You know, you've got a niche market. It's not just, oh, I just want to take all these clients and blah, I'm not really give a shit. You know, it's yeah. actually, no, you're doing the right thing. You've got good processes and mm. you really care about your clients. So
2: Yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it, though. Yeah. yeah. And it's, would it only be women? Well, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a weird wow. inbox message the other day from, from a male, and that's okay. He um, said, I'm a bit confused. I've been to your website. Someone recommended you for coaching. Um... Would you be open to taking a male? And I said, I am primarily woman-focused. That, that's because I saw that niche in the market and that's what I prefer to work with. But I'm, I'm not uh, close to working with any other genders at all. But what he was actually looking for was someone who was going to run with him several times a week and those sorts of things so oh it like was, you running was yeah oh, like wow. yeah, so, and very personal like, like, like a PA like a yes. personal assistant he wouldn't be to follow him around all week I think bodyguard
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, he, would he was have like on the wrong
3: app you
1: know maybe yeah <laughs>
2: yeah I think I think app is safe (laughs) if I go meet this guy down at Hagley Park at 6am every morning in the dark no no yeah so anyway I directed him to some other sources that he may be able to investigate that might suit him so Mm. absolutely no we're not always going to align and that's why I also offer like a free discovery call to have a chat with people to see if they you know you're not going to gel with everyone no and they're not going to be your cup of tea so And and it's fine. The same I'm in, not going to get yeah. offended if you're like, actually, I've had a chat to you and I've decided to do something else. That's
3: fine. Yeah, fine. it's the same with um, you know the insurance side of things yeah. with R&P. We are not going to be everyone's cup of tea, and that's absolutely fine. And some you know when some people might not be our people. It, it's just you do need to have a connection. You need to see potential of that connection and who you want to work with because it's a relationship for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's right. So you've both got to be on board, and sometimes it just doesn't it just doesn't align.
2: And actually, speaking on
3: relationships, I think it's. It's okay
2: to get to a point. Some people might think, oh gosh, it's almost like a hairdresser. You know, when you go to your hairdresser and then you feel like you can never leave them. Yeah. I can't. I'm going to cheat on them. I I want (laughs) to change, but I don't want to offend her. But there's no real reason why I'm leaving. But I want people to know that I'm okay with if if we're working together for a while and you want to have a break or you want to go and try someone else, that's okay. Mm. Because we all, you know, move through those different stages and might need other things from other people. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm. yeah. Seasons
2: and reasons. Seasons it? and reasons. Mm. Like That's it. right. Mm. Yes. So. Well, no, thank you. All going mm. good.
1: Okay. Mm. In Philly, is it three months on? Three to months tomorrow, history? I think. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, let's
1: So hysterectomy, Hysterectomy. what
2: did they, can you
3: explain what they actually did and why? Yeah, so it was keyhole hysterectomy, so laparoscopy, whatever they call it. Uh, So they removed the cervix and the uterus, so the ovaries remain. Uh, And a lot of that's around, they don't really, I don't think, like to take them unless they really need to, just because I think it does force you into a little bit of early early menopause, menopause yeah. which, depending on your age, yeah, what's happening in your body. Has other yeah, symptoms yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and side effects and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, three months, so I had three nights in hospital, which was fantastic. <laughs> oh, isn't it nice? Oh, oh it was nice. When you don't have too much pain, it's like a wee holiday. Oh, thing. it was nice. It was yeah. nice. I watched Netflix, I read some books, i Oh, exhausted. what series did you
2: watch? Let me guess. I
3: know, that was when I watched Firefly. Oh, Firefly I can never Line. say it properly. Is it, is it Virgin River, the one you're obsessed with? Oh, that's coming. That's oh, uh, right. 7th oh, of September. 17. <laughs> Five. 7th of September. I'll be we very busy that day. Forte or St George's? Forte Health. Oh, yeah, Forte Health. So I was under Janine Brown, um, who's fantastic. So if you are needing to yeah, find a gynaecologist, or a, I definitely recommend Janine. Mm. Um, yeah, so Forte Health, Keyhole. It was very quiet there, so it was nice. So three nights. And like overall, I actually found it really good. Like I knew it was going to be six weeks. So I think, you know an injury is quite different recovery because you actually have no idea on the timeline mm, and yeah. you can be you know you might think it's shorter and it's longer and it's just oh a, yep. a whole yeah a <laughs> yeah. whole mind stuff really but with this i knew it was six weeks so i'm quite good with time frames like that and i can work to that so i knew i couldn't run for six weeks so it wasn't really an issue and the first two weeks were actually quite nice i obviously had um a lot of support from my husband which which i think made it i didn't really have to lift a finger at all so i was very lucky um, which just mean I could just recover and do it properly, good. and yeah, I was cleared to run at four weeks, but I got to four weeks and I actually just didn't feel comfortable, mm. didn't feel quite right. Mm. So I think I left it at five and a half, just over five and a half, and went for my first run. I think I did 3K. it did three k, and felt really good and have since. So awesome. I think just that. And what it, credits that? What do you think credits that
2: that you were able to? just sort of breeze back into your running?
3: Well, I think it was just doing it properly. Like, mm-hmm. there was no room for error. Mm-hmm. Like, I was on really quite a tight timeline with Queenstown, to be honest, coming back from an operation, you know, and I just could not afford to go backwards. So I just had to, it was a quite a bit of mental, but, I did, and I'm glad because I think that that just allowed my body just to, and I was fit going in.
2: That's right. I was pretty fit
3: going in. I think it's key to any operation
2: probably if you can. Yeah, I think you sent me a message saying, can we go for a 20k run through the hills? That was
3: like the night yeah. before your operation or something. same <laughs> yeah, day I did that, and that so you felt were, good. So you were fit, and you yeah. were yeah. at
2: the distances, weren't you?
3: Yeah. So and really, I hadn't really had any other operations apart from C sections. So that was my kind oh, pretty of major. Well, and yeah, like so that's what I was basing it on. So I say to people, if you've had a C section, <laughs> this will be like a this will be like a flu. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it's really good. Really happy I've done it. And oh, even though my iron's low, I feel really good yeah. post. I feel really good feel any different, and lots of people ask you that, I remember asking you, did do you, do you feel different? Mm. Missing? But no, but I think mentally I feel better because I know I don't have to deal with any of that anymore, so I think I do feel and better. And
2: what led you, because um, we all get led to it for different reasons, what led you to getting the hysterectomy and how were you able to do that, because I know you've talked about with your insurance yeah. business that it's getting tough, or you mm. can't even go through the yeah public system now so can you talk a bit about that
3: yeah so i have i've always had issues with periods like through high school i would have to take two days off every month every month when i have a period
1: was is that it... not investigated
3: no
2: mm-hmm. no Nothing. no
3: and like it was quite bad pain mm-hmm. like i remember most months until i was about 19 i would vomit oh. Oh the pain gosh. was that serious, it would lead you to bummer. and it's not like my twin sister was the same. Mm. and um, and I hated missing school. I was a good yeah you you're a prefect not <laughs> like missing school. So, <laughs> but it also meant like it just it interrupted everything. you know, I like swimming at school and I just yeah, it was just gross. And anyway, then I went on the pill at 18 and that probably helped a little bit, but that did have side effects with with the alopecia being um, a, you know hereditary hormonal sort of alopecia so that that was always just a big thing and then um i did get the marina put in early 21 and mm. i kind of knew it would probably affect the hair again and it did but i was like well i'm not going to get a period so i'll just i'll wear that yeah um and i didn't for a long for 18 months and then october just the bef- month before the marathon it started to play out no, and i started no, to get right. the bleeding again with wasn't, the marina wasn't it with yeah. the marina, it wasn't the full You know, seventeen-year-old never-ending period, but it was just swashing. I never knew Mm. when it was going to come, how long it was going to be. and It was starting to, and so I just kind of went with it for a bit, and then it got to sort of January, and I was like, "This is getting worse every month," and I can see where this is heading. And I was okay having the marina if it didn't do anything else, but now it's not actually doing its job, so now I don't want that. Mm. And I think I just, um, you know, I obviously, yeah, I had my tubes removed when I had my my youngest anyway, so. That was, you know, a third child was never yeah, on the no kid. third child's <laughs> <mistake>. <laughs> Um And I was just like, oh, you know, what? and I talked to mum, she's a nurse, but she also, there's also early, my mum, her mum, and her and mum's sister all had hysterectomies mm. in their late thirties. So I think there's always been issues there, mm. and I was just like, do you know what? I can get this done because I've got health insurance, which I'll we'll talk about. But I just—I've had enough. I just—I just. So yeah. I walked into the doctor and I asked for the referral to Janine Brown, and they did it straight away. I booked the date because I could, and I worked it around me. And oh, it's the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. 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 But it is a shame because I think, and you know, I talked to Janine about this woman. probably there wasn't enough information mm. when I was in high school around this at all. Like I had very little education in Google and that wasn't mm. really a thing back no. then. Whereas now it is, which is great. But I think women's health, women put themselves on the back burner all the time. Um, a, because they don't want to have hysterectomy at 20 because obviously they want to have yeah. kids. So mm. you're restricted a little bit with what you can do. But I just don't think there's enough information out there. We don't put out, we don't prioritise our own and health. And we've
2: even had ladies message the Mums to Marathon in their 40s 50s saying, oh did you get a hysterectomy? How, how did how did you how did you go about that? Yeah. And why did you have to
3: have a big diagnosis? So it is still unknown now. And there. so in one follower had a hysterectomy last month off the back of us having them, and one is going in tomorrow mm. for a hysterectomy. We're not, We're not selling hysterectomies. hysterectomies We're not, sell yeah. There's We're not no selling. There's no commission <laughs> on the hysterectomies. <laughs> but I think that is just the power of talking about it. And yeah. I wanted to be really open about Al obviously spoke about her journey last year you know more following now I really wanted to be open about about that because people don't know that it's available Mm. so yes if you've got health insurance and lucky enough to be in the position to have health insurance and it covers you for that then you can absolutely advocate for your own health and go and get that and in fact if you do have issues in that gynecological space now you still can actually get a health insurance that will cover you after two years for these issues so if you feel like you want to investigate in a couple of years time or potentially have a history to me, There is a product that you can get through um, one of the insurance companies. So you can you can contact me directly if you want to talk about that. Um, so just message that. you
2: through Mums to Marathon. Yeah you just come through Mums to
3: Marathon. Um, yep, Philly at rmpinsurance.co.nz But just message through Mums to Marathon if you're comfortable, and I can always transfer it to my yep. personal one. But I think it's good for people to know that because I think for an insurer to cover a pre-existing condition after Mm. two years, you go into your GP now and start looking to get that investigated Mm. through public, you are gonna be on a very long wait Mm. list. God knows what could happen in that time. If you get this, you know, this cover, you know that in two years you can start investigations. That's so right. powerful.
2: I think yeah. my process, when I started looking into my strectomy only because I kept putting it off, as we do mm. as women, because I didn't want to put people out for the recovery and I yeah. didn't want to not be there for the family and... Have people look after me I think yeah I put it off for about three years so yeah it's easy the time
3: passes quick it does pass quick but that's also good to, you know I think you know everyone thinks oh six weeks out but that goes so quick it's worth it mm. I mean, and the yeah. other thing on my
2: with my health insurance is I got at the same time if you do have sort of pelvic floor issues and you've been down the roads of physios and you've done all the bits and pieces that you need to do Um, I got, it's called a TVT, where they put a bit of mesh in, and and it's completely stopped any pelvic floor leakage. So they did that at the same time as the hysterectomy. Yeah. So, you know, it it didn't make the recovery too much worse, longer, horrific, you know, it, it was good to... Tick all the boxes at once. Yeah,
3: and you know we're not sitting here saying everyone needs history. No. To me, absolutely not. But <laughs> I think, um, I think if you've got issues, then you need to um, explore your options. And if you've got the health insurance, then you know, especially specialist cover, get in there and have a chat to Janine or or your or your gynaecologist because. Why live in that pain mm. and that crap and, and I know,
2: deal with that? I look that. back now and I'm like, why? Jeez. And I went to the marina as well. And everyone's experience is different. This is not to say this is what's yeah. going to happen if you get a marina. But I went down that path as well. Um, I had, the doctor said to me, oh, you know, I think that's 1% of people, or one in 1,000 people will get depressive thoughts and feel a bit low and crappy on the marina. Well, of course I was that 1%. <laughs> <laughs> of course you were. Anyway, I was back in in four weeks, but I also got, like, the, it never stopped. I had the bleeding, and it just kept going, 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 and I was like, what's the point of having this thing? And I knew I was going to get a hysterectomy in the long run. I was just putting it off, and I was yeah. like, right, boom, six weeks, book the appointment, let's get on with the show, yeah. show on the road. Yeah. Mm. Best thing I did. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been a from age 18 to 28,
1: I think, or 27. Wow. Oh. Um, yeah, and it was fun. It How was, was fine. your experience? I had maybe three in that time, um, oh, and I found really. them fantastic. Mm, you just yeah. forget about it. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Um, but the reason I it was so funny the day I got it out because I obviously hadn't had a period since like 2020. No, yeah. like, yeah. Amazing! What do I need to buy. Like since that I've been so obsessed with tracking it and things. So maybe it's been like two or three years now. It's been out, but yeah, yeah I think like you know your hormones are your power with your cycle, and you know obviously for. I've had a history to me um, and yeah I really enjoy tracking it and seeing the patterns see each it. month and like with your training where you're gonna feel better and where you maybe need to take it a bit easier and like oh yeah this is the time where I feel really hungry or yeah. where I feel super confident or low or whatever yeah I think it's an amazing thing now is that there's so many apps
2: like yes, how could I put that, that in high school? I mean when you got when I when I wanted to play in my
3: pregnancy so, you
2: know with oh, yeah,
3: your first window? yeah, Yeah, yeah. It was the only three days a month. Something happened, and then we
1: moved on. To go <laughs> 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 but then also like the food, yeah. You know? <laughs> like um. So that three days, you,
3: Ellen. <laughs> you know, like you talk <laughs> about you talk about food, <laughs> and then it happened straight away, and they're like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. that, yeah. that happened the first time. So shut shop, on we go. <laughs> um, and like the food, you know, like working your your, you know, your diet around what's going with your body, you know, two royal sisters, was it a, a, you know, a, a, Uh, women's and business thing last week, and they were talking, and it was all around you know, the, eating this when you do few. I was like, Oh
1: my god, we
2: oh, no. you know none of that. that fascinating, Kushla, because
1: you do a lot of research yeah. in that area with mm. your dietetics. I and... love it, I think it's so interesting. Oh. And I think the same, I'm like, Why didn't we know this stuff in high school? Yes, like in high school, mm. I lost my period for like several years, didn't wow. think anything of it. Wow, and like, I think that's so bad. Like, if, if mm. a young girl had come to me now and said, Oh, I haven't had my period, I've had like a few periods, and Three years i'd be like oh my god yeah real shit. arms yeah. Yeah. Red yeah. Flag. Red flag, yeah i know
3: i feel like you know i'm not just in the curriculum but i feel like let's take algebra out <laughs> do you know what i mean though like let's put in and, and maybe there is a bit more of it now Hopefully. i'm assuming yeah, there yeah. is, is but i still think it. it's such a minefield mm-hmm. and yeah there's just not
1: enough and it probably varies between schools and things yeah like
3: that too, but, yeah but um, you know like we're educating ourselves in our late 30s mm. there's, there's something wrong with
1: mm. that picture mm. and well like, i i don't know about you girls but <laughs> <you're saying. laughs> yeah. not 30 yet <laughs> um like, with the health education you'd get, it was on basically how not to get pregnant. Yes. And we were basically taught if you did have sex, you mm. would absolutely get pregnant mm. at any time mm. of the Yes, mm. yeah. And that is so yep. far from the truth. It's actually yeah. quite hard to get pregnant.
2: Yeah, and yes. that's right. Yeah. Um, it gives you that false um, perception of reality. Mm.
3: Yeah.
2: I agree. Mm. Bloody
1: mm. yes. interesting, isn't it? It is. It is indeed. And I also had a laparoscopy last year. Can you explain what that is? Yeah, laparoscopy. Yes, it's it's the keyhole. That's the keyhole. Yeah. Yeah. So So they basically basically go a camera. Uh, Well, yeah, they basically do it like robotically, don't they? Well, they can. I don't know. I wasn't there.
3: <laughs> maybe we should talk and then, um,
1: <laughs> But like I guess it depends on where they're going, but you usually get an incision through like your belly button and then one to sort of by your left hip and then one right down near your like knicker line kind yeah. Of area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and they just go on and honestly they're like the tiniest little like you're leaving. People think you're having open
2: art surgery. There's like <laughs> maybe a couple
1: of stitches in each one at the end. Yeah. It's just amazing.
2: Yeah. And so was that, um, were they trying to investigate something, yeah. and then was there any
1: outcomes? And I had one when I was 15 years old, because they suspected in mm-hmm. no, and then mm-hmm. it was actually completely normal. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, okay, I have to put up with really painful periods, and no real reason why. Uh, yeah. um, and then, yeah, and then when I obviously had the marina out and my periods came back, they were okay, and then they got really awful again. And one morning I woke up and I was just, I've never experienced pain like it. I was like writhing around in the bed and Harry's like, they're snoring. (laughs) (laughs) I was kind of at the point, I was like, when do you go to the hospital? Because it's really bad. Um, And then from that point, I went and saw um, Simon Jones. He's at Oxford Mm -hmm. Women's as well. And yeah, within a few months, I was getting, well, within a week, I was getting the scans and investigations done. And then from that, and what came out of that, he said, I think we need to do another surgery. Mm Because he again thought it was endo or something going on. Interestingly, um, now that surgery was delayed three times. Yeah, Yeah, I do (laughs) remember that. (laughs) It was really stressful. So the first time, it was scheduled for like early August. I caught COVID a few weeks before and they had an eight week stand down with that I think. Yes. And then my next surgery date was scheduled. My surgeon was stuck in London. Oh, With like cancellations. I was like, "Oh my god, is this ever gonna happen?" Then it ended up happening like the third end time September. lucky. Was yeah, it? third yeah, time okay. lucky. <laughs> um, so interestingly, they went in and it was the worst adhesions he'd ever seen through my abdominal cavity. And it took him like an hour even to get down to my reproductive organs to see what was going on down there. What do you mean adhesions? they are basically like sticky bits of tissue between all your organs and things. Oh wow. Like like a flesh version of brick Yeah. I guess would yeah. be the yeah, best way to right. describe it. Um, and like the surgical images really showed it. So they cleared mm. up all of them, which is great because I think so there was a lot were of they there
3: prior or they would that
1: have developed after your 15-year-old? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, because normally one of the main things would be like from post-surgical... Like scarring, but then like it was only a laparoscopic surgery Mm. last time and he's a good surgeon, I I don't know, Mm. I don't really know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I cleared all that up, there was a lot around my small intestines and things and then everything was normal. And I was kind of like, felt a little bit relieved, but also like, wow, what's going on? So they just think it was a major cyst incident, which could have also led to the adhesions as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, had a few follow-ups and things and was told I might have a really angry uterus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, But you know what, since then, I've done a few tweaks with, um, actually just added in like a few high anti-inflammatory things, like Mm -hmm. turmeric, sounds funny, but... I don't know whether it's a bit of a fluke or if it's worked but since then things have gotten better um and thank god for ibuprofen as well in those first few days yeah but yeah (laughs) yeah, i'd say like now it's pretty it's okay Okay. but yeah there's definitely a stint last year where things were definitely not okay oh i know Um, and it's not yeah
2: it's not a nice thing to have to go through when, especially when you're not aware, and especially, like, that comment you made, you're like, should I go to the hospital? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Like, how pain. much pain should you
2: put
3: up yeah. With? The like pain. The there? Yeah. Like, the When board. some people that's go, right. like, to the hospital for a cold, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was funny, because after Janine had taken my bits out, I said to her, was there much endo there because of all the painful periods that I used to get? And she said, there was nothing. Really? So it's just mm. normal to feel like that and vomit No, that's for not years. Mm. And I just... I. I just, like, as a mum of two girls, like, it makes me sick because yeah. I'm like, a lot of that stuff can be hereditary as well. Yeah. And I'm like, my God, my girls are gonna have to put up with this, like, it makes me feel shit, you know? Mm. Because there might not be anything I can do, and they're gonna be in bed for two, you know? It's mm. bullshit. Well, I think they'll
2: be a lot more, like, you'll talk about things with them, and they'll yes. be a bit more comfortable and aware about, whereas it was, yeah. I mean, and. Sex. What do we call it? Sex education. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I was about to it. Was just bring out a bloody carrot and oh. test it. Oh, a oh, banana. banana <laughs> <and> don't
3: <laughs>
2: get
1: pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do think though well, it has gotten better, and I don't know whether it's because I'm working in the space more, mm. but the awareness around like endometriosis or like women's health mm. conditions has definitely improved. Yes. Oh, I agree. I yeah. agree
2: because I didn't know what any of those things was. And the one that no. came up on my scan when I finally, when I got an ultrasound was um, adomiosis. I was like, wow. I, I mean, hardly anyone's heard of that. What on earth is that? But I've had like three or four people message me saying, "I that's what I have. Mm. A few clients with yeah. that. Yeah, so that, um, the only way to get rid of that is the hysterectomy. Mm. Um, it's something you can kind of put up with, which I did, but yeah, mm. whether you want to, it's another thing.
3: Mm. Yes. Mm. Um, so fun being a female,
1: Bumble, so fun. Yeah. I think it's good we can talk about these things though yes.
3: Well, I think, it's a, yeah, it's a lot more open now. I think the it. word endometriosis mm. used to be like, oh my
1: God, she's got an endo. But, but now it's like,
3: like it, oh yeah. Actually, and you,
2: you, you would both know this, working with women as well, um, as you as you connect with someone and work with them and this is sort of more through the running coaching and they feel like they can trust you more i've I've had a lot of women talking about the pelvic floor issues Mm. and that they've put up with it for so long Mm. and they and and they hadn't told anyone and it's you know they don't drink water in their runs because Mm. they're too scared of their pelvic floor Mm. so do you have any thoughts around the whole hydration thing with, with females who have pelvic floor issues or how? Pel-
1: pelvic floor is definitely not my area ex- of expertise. But, yeah, but obviously floor not drinking water is not going no, to be good terrible. for you either. Is but it? I would also say, in contrary to that, yeah. I would often see people coming in who have been quite secretive and not telling anyone because having major gut issues. Mm. And that's another area I would see a lot of as well, and that they're um, scared of going for runs because I've got a stomach upset. I see a lot of that
2: too now, that about? I'm in the coaching thing and a lot of friends in the running space in the mm. month's marathon that have opened up to us and now that one or two's opened up there's been four or five that have yeah. opened up about their bowels and their troubles and how and these are you know women who are fantastic runners mm. and they haven't to stop through the toilet four or five times and I just feel mm. awful yeah. for them. Yeah well because it changes your whole like we're I going to
1: run like yes. you know you have to plan. anxiety over going yes. for a run is there a toilet there is you know, and what, the vicious cycle is that often so anxious about it, it makes, yeah, the it, makes it worse, worse. Yes. And that's it's just, right. Do you have any a, more
2: insight on that or what people should do if that is, because I'm sure there'll be people listening today that are like, oh, well, maybe again, I need to investigate. Maybe it, I need it? to investigate, where mm-hmm. do they start? I think that's
1: half the problem, people don't know where they start. I think um, if there's no red flag symptoms, you know, like blood in your stools or anything like that, then... Going to a dietitian mm-hmm. is a really good starting point. Mm-hmm. Obviously, having a lot of knowledge around food and your bowels, and you know, especially sports nutrition as well. Um, and generally, it's looking at I'd say a few of the key things I'd consider is the timing between when they're eating and when they're running, and the type of food they're having, yep. and also what they tend to do habitually in their day to day. So, what's happening the day before? You know, are they do they chew a whole heap of chewing gum or do they drink a whole heap of fizzy water mm-hmm. or drink a whole heap of alcohol? And these are all things that irritate our bowels. Mm-hmm. And then they're going and having a super high fiber breakfast, allowing half an hour to digest and then going and running. Like it's yeah, probably not going to go that well. Yeah, not a good so co-coction.
2: looking at those sorts of things first and like eliminating or minimizing those things is going to show you if that's, you're going to see a correlation at some point, whether that's improving
1: aren't you yeah, yeah. coffee and caffeine big one as well mm. yeah we all know that, that leads to a bit of a yeah a well, well, i don't drink coffee stuff. Stuff. Well, <laughs> i don't know but you do yeah oh yeah i do sure yeah. do.
2: it's not a secret
3: you're, you're really good at the coffee are right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. i love it's your
1: really updates Upt- yeah. are they updates or <laughs> <Is> <laughs> are we improving? No. <laughs> no there's not
2: much improvement i had a wee, wee jazz at the ymca cafe and the lady taught me really well she did a beautiful warm she did flower beautiful. design and then she was even like Holding the cup, trying to get me to pour it in, and my hand was like, and she, oh, I think she just gave up too. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> you keep going, mate, you fly. But up, no,
2: I, I do drink coffee in the morning, bef- and I find it good because it gets my bowels going, and then I can get everything out before I go for a run. So I mm. like that
1: mm. process. That's but what it's not
2: go. so bad that it's going to continue throughout my run. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah, some people hmm. it's
3: just constant. Yeah, but the so because I'm a two hour before eater. Are you guys two hour before? Oh, You're on a not really. one and a half
2: hour. Right. Because I've like since I've had my gastric sleeve, my oh. stomach's a bit smaller. I mean it's not tiny, but it's um it'll empty a lot quicker. So I right. find if I eat closer, then I'm not going to get as hungry, or I'll have yeah, a little okay. top up snack. Right. Before.
1: What are you yeah, what do, you I like I've trained my gut to a very tight window. Like, <laughs> well, I can literally have my coffee and two bits of toast with peanut butter and probably be running in 20 to 30 minutes easy. Shit,
3: that'd be ideal. See, because this yes. is the one thing that just gets really niggly when you've got... Because I know you don't really like people that... Um, like people, well, you know, <laughs> we like people, um, und- so I'm not, not a fan of fasted training. Not a of fasted training. Oh, training. Fasted yes.
2: Yes.
3: So, because under an hour, I used to fast if it was mm. because because. Now, we're, when we're talking about
2: fast. We're not talking about the forty-eight hour fast. No, we're, we're talking, talking about, about, about no overnight fast, fast. Yeah, getting up in
3: the morning, yep. going for a run, because yep. I'm like, well, if I'm running at six in the morning, mm. I don't want to get up at four. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I need my two-hour window. So
1: that that's that's the annoying thing. Yes. Because you know, what what's so, so my advice it? would be if you're running at six yeah get up at quarter to six, have half a banana as a starting point yeah, or I'd even like a day. little bit of sports drink or something. This is just all part of your training you gut mm. yeah. Get your clothes on, get ready, so you have that little bit of time for digestion, and then get out the door. Yeah. And like in your long runs and marathon, you will be eating on the go. So what's the difference between having mm. a little bit of banana before you head out the door? Like so it okay. doesn't need to be a big yeah. breakfast. And this is this is for talking strictly about like weekday training, where it's probably going to be less than an hour. Yeah. If you're getting over like sixty to ninety minutes or more, you need to consider a proper like. Proper yeah, day no, yes. that would be the two hours for sure. Yeah. Okay.
3: Because yeah, like yesterday. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> On a to say, because I had a 45 minute run in my program, yeah. But I was sorting the kids and stuff, so actually, I did have a proper breakfast, but it was probably more like an hour 15, mm. which my body's not used to because it's used to two hours, mm-hmm. so I could feel when I was running, I was like, mm, I probably need to like wrap this run up soon and get in the car and get home to okay. my bathroom, yeah, right. And so, it was like a 40. 40 minute run because I'd got back to my car and I was like I actually need Need to to go go. (laughs) but But is that part of training your gut like you might have these episodes oh no that that could not have waited that was not like no no I don't
2: mean you have to push through but I'm meaning like what you said if you're not used to eating you might just have to go through it feeling a bit
1: uncomfortable in that too is that what you mean by training your gut um, yeah, well, a little bit, and I think it's gradually building your system up to holding more food in the stomach mm. whilst you're active. Like, to be fair, it probably depends on the session, too. If it was a really high-intensity run, for me, I'd probably allow a little bit longer mm. of digestion, because you get a bit of, like, you can feel it's a bit lot of lup. bouncing around. Yeah, bit. yeah, and your heart rate's higher and all yeah. of that. Um, but, yeah, it's just easing into it. And with the... With how, the how much did t- you t- eat? You had a full-on breakfast, didn't you? Maybe you could have halved that.
3: <laughs> but, I probably could have. <laughs> But see, I, like, I really notice when I don't have something, Mm energy-wise, and, you know, like, we're at the point where I need to be getting, the training's important, I need to be getting out of the training, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this
2: is something that I'm really emphasize, emphasize. I That's right. emphasizing yeah. in my training plans, even on the basic training plan where I start talking about nutrition, you know, three or four months out from the race. Because like you say, Kusha, you've got to start trying mm. things. And mm. sometimes it might be like I'll get up and I'll have a little M's power bike Ten minutes before my run because I know I can handle that but it's trying that to see if it was too early too late if it sat well in my tummy and then you try something different the next time you need that mm. experimentation yeah. period really There's don't you that.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah but with the with the bowel side of things mm. yeah it could also be just the routine like I feel like we all have a bit of a routine mm. and maybe it's that you're a little yeah. bit out of routine yesterday morning as well maybe yeah yeah. yeah it might be around the time where you usually yeah
2: release everything <laughs>
3: Well, yeah, depends. Yeah, I'm probably not as routine as oh, most people. Okay. Yeah, depends what I'm eating, and yeah, running has really helped me be quite regular. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, I wasn't that regular. And, and what, what is regular
1: happens? these days? It very it's very variable. I, for it's most matter. people, I'd be happy if you're going at least like once a day. And yeah. uh, it's like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think like daily is good. And yeah. I think people who go every few days, it's you definitely, I would try and work on improving that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, like,
3: post-operation
1: yeah. wasn't great. Oh. No. being
3: sedentary.
1: Jeez, Georgia, oh, I thought I was going to burst. It's
3: horrible. Isn't it? And I was like trying to walk around the block. I was like, oh my God. Did you have to
1: take codeine? Yeah.
3: But then I tried everything. They even put like a thingy. I even- Oh, the deposit tray? Deposit tray. Is that yeah. what you yeah. call it? Oh no, enema? Yeah. Enema. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, but oh, anyway, mm. that was fun. Super good,
1: anyway.
3: Mm. Moving on. But that's, a good <laughs> that's a good discussion actually about fueling because also a lot of people, I think, wouldn't eat anything even before a long run.
1: Oh yeah, you
3: know, and and I guess everyone's different. That I could I couldn't do that energy wise. I'd have
1: nothing. And it's not just
3: for the run. It's, it's the
2: it's whole recovery, recovery and injury long regulation term, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. menstrual cycle health. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, a lot of factors, eh? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, think when you're you've just slept for ten. 12, 13 hours, mm. maybe no water or Jesus food. This is 13. Time. <laughs> oh, sorry, like <laughs> fasting. <laughs> fasting oh, right, sorry. <laughs> fasting. Um, since dinner time. <laughs> like, imagine two 13 hours. <laughs> that! Oh, <God. laughs> Knock me out. Um, and Wouldn't then you're getting it. up and you're training. Like if you had a whole day with no food or fluid and then you go out training before dinner, would you expect to feel that great? No. No. Nah.
3: Yeah. No. You'd no. feel like no. rubbish, would Yeah, you? Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. yeah, okay. Mm. So. Barbie movie. <gasps> yeah. I can't wait to talk about this one. Yeah. Do you know, I had someone make a comment the other day, they're like, oh, the only people who did see that movie are feminists. Oh. And I was like, maybe you should just go and see it first, because it's actually a hoot. Yeah, it was, so it was funny. It was, I, I had
2: high expectations, because everyone had gone about it, so I think... They weren't as met as high, but I did enjoy it. It was a it was a laugh. Ken was great. Um, the you messages Kennaf? were great. <laughs> okay. Are you up? Ken up.
0: Yeah. But I feel like it
2: stood up for the men too. It didn't yeah. just it didn't just focus on women because I know that can be. You know.
3: I feel like I it was so. a really good um view of where we are at mm. in the world. And okay, I think the storyline yeah was probably a, a little bit. Random, random. Mm. Yeah,
2: and, I quite like the random. Yeah.
3: but uh, but it kind of just it was fine. Like it yeah. was a good laugh, and um, yeah, I went Sunday night with a girlfriend. It was it was quite funny. But um, I think you know I enjoyed the fashion and all of yeah, that side it of it. Cool. But I think some of the mes- I think the messaging was mm. spot on. Mm. I think the the messaging around, yeah, I, I think maybe some more CEOs should go and watch that. I yeah, think, yeah, I think the messaging was strong. I think it there was a lot of. 12, 13, 14 year olds in the movie that I was at and they were really engaged. A couple of them were actually crying at the mm. end. Um, I think, I it's, I think if you were that yeah. age sitting there, I think it really would have struck a chord. I think it's similar to Taylor Swift and her lyrics and a lot of songs and how it gets that age yeah. group because it's talking about, you know, Owning yourself and, and being proud, yeah, you know, standing up for yourself and believing, and you can do whatever you want to do in life. And but I think I also, that's important. Yeah, I think that it was important that it did highlight a
2: little bit as well. Like, yes, you can be the mum, the CEO, the this, the that, and that, but it's okay to yeah. just be one of them. Yeah. I feel like these days we have a lot of pressure on us to be like, yeah, I need to be working full time, running the household. Um, on la da 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 So I think it's okay. I hate it you know, when people say, Oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm just, just, just a mum, mum. or I'm um, I just I just work here or something. It's like, no, you don't just do that. It's like it's okay and you're still doing the best that you can in that field and mm. rather than, you know, trying to do everything mm. Mm.
3: Oh, I thought
2: it was good yeah, She's beautiful you think, She's like, she like? The
1: absolute yeah, yeah, She's, she's, loved she's it. fizzing to but talk about this Well no I, We went and watched it I actually saw How it Who did you take? We were with a group of friends oh, It was yeah. probably 50-50 male and female yeah. Wow Yeah oh. In the group um, And Harry really enjoyed it He thought it was funny It was better than what he was expecting Yeah I think um, And he thought the messaging was quite good in it as well but yeah, I, I loved it, and I think there's just so many things that felt emotional because it was just so relatable. Yeah. Yeah. And even, like, using an example, when they arrive in LA, um, Barbie and Ken, and they're rollerblading down the sidewalk, and she's like, I just suddenly feel so conscious of myself. Yes. Mm. And I was like, that's so true. Yeah. And, like, that feeling of I'm not safe or I'm conscious of... You yeah. People looking at me, what are they looking at? And yeah. What, what but I feel like that's how all women feel. Yeah. Like, it's just... Totally. Yeah. And it's just little things mm. like that. And then some of the quotes I was like, Oh, they just hit home and then Yes. Yeah. And like Margot Robbie's one of my favourite actresses. I mean, she, she was beautiful. amazing yeah. for Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was. She was yeah. very good. And she's
3: really, um she hasn't just done the movie and gone off. She's like the whole journey, oh, she's embraced it absolutely. hasn't she and absolutely lived up to yeah. the fashion and the hype and surrounding it and I think you're right though, some of those quotes and the body image stuff mm. and I think again that's why these girls were probably quite emotional mm. in there because it probably was like Jesus that
1: happens every day at my yeah. school Or yeah. you yeah. know it's a really impressionable age do you know what I saw that I didn't pick up on in the movie you know when Barbie goes and meets um the young girl at school for the first time yes. with their friends they are symbols of the Bratz dolls including the names and the look of them oh yeah
3: I've heard there's a lot of similarities to different yes. movies I've brought in Yeah, right. I didn't know the Brax
1: one. Yeah, even the names, apparently. And I was like, I didn't notice that. It's a very clever, very clever, very clever I
2: probably didn't even pick up on it. And it was actually not until. The next day, that a lot of it sunk in with me, yes. and I was like, "Oh yeah, that
3: was really clever." And
2: yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. yes, been, a, well, yeah, very smartly made smart
1: movie. by
3: yeah.
2: And mm-hmm.
1: Ryan Gosling has—I mean, there's a Barbie it's playlist so on nice. Spotify. <laughs> yeah, i have been listening to it. Okay, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but Ryan Gosling's remake of Push. And I was like, oh, because I always kind of liked that song. And I actually properly listened and read to the lyrics. So I was like, I can see why they've used it in the movie now. Yeah. Right. Like so Matchbox I 20. I didn't.
3: Is that the one he's singing them, at the, the fire? The oh, my God. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is fire. so funny, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, uh, my friend was fizzing himself at that. Uh, that was good. Yeah. You know, very clever. I think a lot of people could yeah see value in seeing it. Okay, mm. it yeah and i everyone, think a lot
2: of people also thought oh it's just about barbie you know it's just about barbie it's going to be you know one of those movies but it wasn't well was maybe and maybe relatable content in there
3: yeah mm. and maybe i think i fall into this trap of thinking barbie is just one thing i was talking to my business partner show mm. about this stay barbie just being the blonde the tall mm. the, the boobs the skinny thing and actually I think it's clarified a lot around what Barbie has been trying to do, but maybe we didn't see it. Mm. We've just seen one aspect yeah, of Barbie. So I think body, it's yeah. actually given clarity as to what they've tried to achieve over the years with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah.
1: It's cool. Yeah yeah it was so funny i actually found it really funny <laughs> yeah it's really and it was Alice. Been so Ellen, the, the token oh, uh, yeah, it's been great. fun to make i'd oh, love yeah. to see it behind the scenes
2: i thought of, of the outfits that. i put it on the mums marathon story oh the, the, the oh. g-string aerobic oh. outfit the rollerblading yes. one, with the, the rollerblading. pink shorts and the g-string, g-string leotard, leotard. Um, and the highlighter armbands. I
3: thought that could be our Queenstown outfit. Are you going to wear
1: armbands and knee pads while
3: you're running? Oh, my too. <laughs> yeah. I might need to. I dare you. would <laughs> <Especially, laughs> you like to be the third party? No. <laughs> I like the highlighter colouring. Like well,
2: you wear a juicer underneath, so what's the difference from wearing Well, I don't actually. Well, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. we'll work on that. Mm. I feel no, like it would be good. quite comfortable because it's all holding everything. Well know? that's all they used to wear at like the 80s aerobics yeah, really. classes and that. I yeah, my mum s- used to wear stuff like that. I know, my mum used to be a aerobics teacher.
1: She had one of those outfits. She would. Her get out.
3: Just slouch socks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We'd yeah. easy to spot. We were. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll look into
3: that.
1: Okay, yeah, do that. <laughs> do that. And maybe to finish, injury-wise, how are we feeling? Is everyone <laughs> <else>? <laughs> How's the Achilles?
2: Yeah, Kelly is Achilles. coming along. I'm, uh, yes. So I am one to, in the past, push through things um, in races, and I'm learning and growing. And someone sent me a message the other day and said, it's not that we're getting older; it's that we're getting more mature and um, actually making wise decisions. So I have been making wise decisions. I've been listening to Caden um, Shields, physio, Kushler, I've been working with for nutrition, and she's doing my coaching at the moment. Um, so just taking those small steps, we're getting there. We're getting there. Not uh yep, not getting too excited, but just staying in my lane. Yeah. So You have done
3: so well. Like takes a lot of patience. A lot of patience and very frustrating and it's really hard when you're against the timeline I could imagine but knowing that you know the weeks are counting down as you don't feel like you're moving forward Mm. with the injury and then you know it's probably been hard.
2: last year with Queenstown it was our first full marathon we had a lot of pressure on ourselves that well I did on myself that I was like I have to do this no matter what you know sinus infection sickness whatever I've worked so hard to get here I just want to get to that start line and I want to have that box ticked that I have done my first full marathon. So that was that to get there. Whereas now I think I would be more, if I get closer to Queenstown and I'm not in the best position to be running a marathon and if it's going to cause me more harm long-term, then maybe I need to look at the options and adapt. There's other options. There's the half, there's the 10K. You know, It's not the end of the world. It's just a race. Yeah,
3: mm. that, and I think that, that statement from you is a massive, growth yeah and mm. your attitude yeah yeah um you know even if we really to april april 16th mm. this year with christchurch half you know i think if you had that time again the decision might have been different absolutely and i think you've learned a lot i went the first five k with you feeling yeah. great million yeah. bucks,
2: and then the hobble started and then it just got worse and worse and worse and the hobble was worse and worse and i was like i am not having a dnf there is no way i'm having a dnf so i put myself in that position and i pay the price and the consequences but I have learned. for you. Well, you've that learned and that's the so important so
3: thing. Yeah. It's
1: okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else? Amazing. Anyone else injuries? Have you ever
1: had an injury push-up? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like yes. you never I, have sure injuries. Have. <laughs> I think we all have, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. I I'm sort of holding out at the moment. Yeah, touch wood, but I'm also realistic that things can change at any yes. time. Mm. And yes. yeah. I mean COVID's not as big of a thing anymore as it was last year, but I still haven't had COVID, so that's still yeah it doesn't play on my mind as much as it did last year i and spent the whole year the trying not mm-hmm. to get covered but yeah i don't feel like it's probably it's a bigger deal now but mm. you know things can happen at any time don't you know can't mm. they and you just have to adjust but um you just make smart decisions in the meantime and yeah do what you can I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. get the massages you yes. got friday with beans and i'm excited.
2: sure you guys love doing this too and kushley you would being an endurance athlete is from a race, you think, "Oh, what can I do differently?" And what? So, for example, this year we've really focused on our strength training. You know, we know that's a really important part. Whereas last year we didn't really do that, and we didn't know. And that was all part of our journey and where we were at at that time. Sometimes it's just about getting your running up because you haven't run before, and there's no time for the other stuff. But mm. now we're prioritizing that, and we're seeing if that's going to help with injury prevention, recovery, and and better, stronger running. Type. Oh, it definitely, mm. well,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah cool well, maybe we can go into more of the injury side of things next time yes we yeah. have another update yeah mm-hmm. and the product review which <laughs> the yes, socks. right socks yeah, okay. yeah. ankle socks, socks and, and
2: knee high socks we'll need some socks um donated we'll have to go out i'll go on out and we scout
1: <laughs>
3: to see if we can get some
1: yeah. yeah. But no, I'm after joking last time that our biggest ick was running late, I ran late this morning and we're going to have to wrap this podcast but up yeah, now because we're really. running out of time. Yeah, no, no, no it sounds um, good. Yeah, a lot cool. of sheep on the road to me. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sweet, cool. yeah,
2: I the farm animals will be out.
3: <laughs> uh, no, um, no, thank you very much yeah, for having so us again. Thank you. Good
1: chat. And pleasure. as
2: always, if anyone wants to message either one of us about anything discussed, then we're always approachable and open to that, yeah. Yeah, definitely,
1: cool. Thanks ladies. Okay.